client referrals happen, but the if you're really good at managing clients, you can make them happen on a much higher level. So it was always just asking clients like, hey, what, what groups are you in? Tell me about the networking options. Would you be willing to introduce me into that place? Whatever the case is. Um, and we started finding out like at one, at one point, like with Collective Genius, for example, I just looked and I was like, we have 10 clients that all say that they're in this group. Why aren't we in this group? And, <laughs> you know, you, you get them to vouch for you. And, and, and that, that's kind of what was successful for us. Um, but I think it extends beyond that, you know, just any, any type of networking or referrals or anything like that. Sometimes all you have to do is ask. Mike check. Good. Mike check. Mike check. You can read about success all day long, but if you don't put in the work, the mindset, execution, and the hustle behind your vision, it just remains a dream. When everything goes wrong, you have to take all the responsibility. We uncover what high-level entrepreneurs, business owners do to rise up from hustling daily. So do what you feel passionate about. Take chances. The world becomes your library to help you to become better at your craft. Join me as I share with you actionable tips to help you grow your business, learn skills, and help you level up in your self-development journey. Your number one spot for business and personal growth is the Online Hustlers Podcast with your host, Esteban Andrade. Every day I'm hustling. One of the things that, that I like to uh, understand is, so Facebook and PPC, you... You definitely see a good results lately with Facebook ads, and even though like the quality is less, um, let's say uh, it it can be not as good as 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 PBC, uh, but you also see that people require to spend more money on PPC, um, so that you it's basically like a, like a graduation level, right? So do you have your clients mm -hmm. to? maybe start with Facebook and then graduate to Google or right away you have your client. Look, this is the type of client that we work with. This is the client that, uh, I mean, if you're, if you're looking to do this, this, this is what we can start Facebook or PPC or whatever this is. Like if, if a person approaches you, what expectations do you give them? Uh, so that, so that, they, so that they are a good client and, and they, you can also get good results. Yeah, good question. So I would say that the um, if, if we're working with a, a smaller client, smaller budget, they're only going to do one channel. Usually it's something like Facebook first and then progress into something like PPC. Um, although most of our clients start with both. I love running both simultaneously. It just takes more budget, but that gives us a higher success rate overall. Um, because you know as well as I do that different channels at different times go through performance fluctuations. Different channels work better for different markets. Um, so if we have more tools in our tool belt in order to make it successful, we're going to be more successful. So I always prefer to run them both. But if we have to choose one, more than often, it's Facebook. The exception being the wider the, tar the target is geographically, the more likely I would recommend PPC. Just because uh, if we're talking very wide campaigns, like nationwide campaigns and things like that, PPC is definitely a big staple. Sweet. So when are we introducing SEO? And what type of SEO? There's so many types of SEO out there. Like, when are you introducing SEO to a client? Right at the beginning, they come in, they already have some lead flow. Like, when are you introducing SEO? And what type of SEO are you introducing? Yeah, good question. So I think uh, in terms of the right time to do SEO, I believe it's as soon as you can sustain it. Um, 
I think uh, the thing with SEO is that it is a long-term play. So if you're going to start out straight from the beginning and you're going to do SEO and you're not going to get results for a period of time, if that's going to put you out of business, so you're not going to be around when you get when you would have gotten the results, that's a bad idea. Um, but theoretically, because it takes so long, as early as you could possibly start SEO is best. So I would like, like for example, uh, I see people saying like, oh, SEO, that's too long term of a play for me. But then I see them out there buying rentals. Like to me, that doesn't make sense, right? Because SEO is a better long-term investment than those rentals, but you don't necessarily expect that you're going to have all your money back from a rental and more within the first three months. Mm -hmm. You expect that you're going to invest that money and then you're going to get that return slowly over time. Um, SEO is a much long, much stronger return. It just happens over a longer time period. So, so I would say invest in SEO as, as soon as you can. And of course, you can do it on different levels. Um, and when you say kind of SEO, I guess, could you just elaborate on that a little bit? I want to know in, in your mind, what are the categories here so I can elaborate on that. <laughs> yeah, so are you helping them on on-page, off-page, on, on Google Map Pack, SEO? What type of um, efforts are you putting in here in your clients that you know the wholesalers should be really doing? Yeah, good question. I think there's a, every single SEO strategy that we do includes all of the above. It's just on different levels. Uh, most commonly, it's something like technical SEO at first. You want to get the site speed good. You want meta tags, headers. Like There's like a list of 20 things I won't bore you with that I'm sure you understand. Uh, just making sure that the website's technically set up well. And then after that, it's all about on-page and off-page. So most SEO strategies with us are going to include things like posting on the Google My Business profile, um, building blog content, and then also building blog content on other websites that link back to your website. So backlinks, that would be the off-page SEO portion. And then the little things like, you know, local citations and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. So, hey, if you understand the rental game, you got to understand SEO game. All right. Yep. If, you understand, <laughs> if you understand the cash deal game, all right, you got to understand the paid ads, uh, PPC and, and, you know, Facebook ads. All right. And uh, Brandon here is someone, if you haven't uh, uh, seen any of the Brandon's episodes that, that he's been in, he actually was featured already two times in Steve Tran's podcast. And that's how I kind of got to know him about him. And then I reached out to him, you know, uh, just the, the good outreach specialist that I was before. <laughs> I reached out to him and honestly, I wanted to like tell him, hey, congratulations, man. This is really good. Like, uh, this is awesome what you're doing because you went in with your your partner or was he your client? Uh, the first episode that you were it was actually a first client in this industry. Your yeah, first client? No way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you? Yep. Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. You actually got a big fish right away. <laughs> like you, you actually. Yeah, got we didn't so know it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't actually find out that they even had a coaching platform until two years after I started working with them. I thought wow. they were just a random real estate company, but wow. Anyways, all right. So before we actually go and and actually just finish this episode, uh, and I love to have a secondary episode where maybe we can go more of a deep, detailed, granular, granular, more an analytics type of episode on PPC and Facebook ads. Um, you growing within really reputable groups in the in the Facebook sorry in the real estate 
on wholesaling side? How did that happen, man? Um, for people that are out there, list agencies listening to this, real estate investors, wholesalers, that they know the importance of the masterminds, they know the importance of making themselves out there, seeing as an authority, people that add value, really help people out, JVs, Dispo, acquisition, whatever that is, and want to really grow organically, just like Brandon has. Uh, I'd love to really uh, understand from in you know how your brain operated at the time and what what are the things that you actually did and to make decisions on to be you know progressively building this. Yeah, good, good question. Um, so for for us, it was just a factor of I feel like we've always been good because client referrals happen, but the if you're really good at managing clients, you can make them happen on a much higher level. So it was always just asking clients like, Hey, what, what groups are you in? Tell me about the networking options. Would you be willing to introduce me into that place? Whatever the case is. Um, and we started finding out like at one, at one point, like with collective genius, for example, I just looked and I was like, we have 10 clients that all say that they're in this group. Why aren't we in this group? And <laughs> you know, you, you get them to vouch for you and, and, and that that's kind of what was successful for us. Um, but I think it extends beyond that, you know, just any, any type of networking or referrals or anything like that. Sometimes all you have to do is ask. Right. Like that's one of the things that people are sometimes afraid of because they're going to be seen as like, oh, this guy. But like you have no idea the power of asking for for help after you've done goodwill um, uh, or even showed some sort of value in the community or just asking for help in general. Of course, you're you, the best way that I see things is that you go add value first an individual. Uh, make sure that the same individual sees it clearly that it's valuable and that you have done stuff for them or that they have you have helped them and exchanged uh, in value uh, without without uh, setting the expectation that ah, if I don't do this and you know, and I don't get this, then I'm not going to continue this. So you are presenting yourself as an authority figure within the digital marketing space. You're delivering your clients really good results and everything that what you're doing is like during your check-ins and account, you know, your account check-ins, you're telling them, this is what we've done. Let's, uh, let's have a conversation about how you could potentially help me. Do you think that you can introduce me to some of the groups that you're in? But of course you have to investigate or, uh, you know, do a little bit of, you know, uh, relationship building with this client to find out whether they actually are in groups that you could, you know, could potentially be part of as well um, and this works a lot with wholesalers like there's a lot of different businesses out there that are that are working in the wholesaling real estate investing game so for example there is people that help with dispo jvs right so they only do dispos they do jvs they connect to people they do uh transaction coordination all right there's businesses that are surrounded around these different processes so there is acquisitions people all right that people that are just going to provide acquisitions lead generation uh, transaction coordination dispo anything out there uh, like you know funding all of that uh, anything out there there is opportunity to build out relationships this way add value first and then you'll be able to ask just like brandon said and be part of this people. So who are the groups that right now are, uh, you know, your clients are a part of collective genius, I guess, real estate disruptors, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, I, I never thought of that as a group. 
Uh, I guess I think Steve does have some groups and stuff, but I, I don't. I mean, I, I know Steve because he's a client of ours and and stuff like that, but not much beyond that. By the way, Esteban, I want to give you a heads up. I, my computer is going to die any moment, <laughs> so I don't want to don't want you to wonder where I went. Not a problem. Just you got to disappear. Um, not a problem. <laughs> but, but anyways, yeah, the collective genius, is the next level mastermind investor people. There's all kinds of smaller groups and. Um, stuff like that. So it's, th th there's, ton there's tons and tons of groups. It seems really popular in this industry. Um, so we have clients in a, in a lot of them. Um, but yeah, we, we joined a, a few. That's pretty awesome, Brandon. So again, it's been uh, so great having you, man. Um, you, you seem to be one of those people that uh, I love to have, or oh, this guy would be such a great integrator for the business, like he, the way that he thinks of. And, uh, and he's also being a visionary as well, because you have to be. Uh, and, and, you know, those are people that really want to be very close with. All right. So I really love to, um, to just have a second episode. We'll, we'll grab some digital coffee at some point, meet up. I love to do that with you, man. Um, we are a small we're a small amount of people that do this really well. And I believe the market share is so big that like we're all we're always gonna have always gonna have clients um on this space. All right. So I believe in that, man. Thank you for being a, a good hustler in the beginning. Uh thank you for you know really uh, delivering really good results for your clients and being here in this episode and sharing your you know, sharing your journey and thoughts about digital marketing, how people can get started. And then we're going to have a second episode where we're going to dive into this. Is that a deal? Yeah, sounds like a deal. Thank you so All much, right. Esteban. I appreciate you. All right, soon. man. Take care. Have a good one, Brandon. Bye.